Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Hey everybody, welcome to When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast. I'm your professional handicap host. James Cox. And no, I am still not yes. the voice of Scooter from the Muppets, but I can do the voice of Special Ed from Crank, Crank Acres. <laughs> and I you have, said it, not me. I'm right. Well, I mean, it's true. I can. So I'm not lying. <laughs> and to my left or right, I don't know which screen I'm pointing to. It's a six. You're actually above me. It's you're you're above me, and I'm below you. No, well, such as um, life. Yeah, such a life. But I have this such as life. I have the sexiest man alive. Wait a minute. It's not Paul Rudd. It's Bruce Lee. What's going on, and man? And they're not wrong. Paul Rudd is a fox of I, a man. But I'm not Paul Rudd. You're Actually, Paul Rudd. I am commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room. But only when I'm playing the drums. I am your endless source of useless music knowledge. My name is Blake Mosley. But you can call me Brosley. Only Welcome. on the show. Only. Only on the show, though. On if you show. call me that in public, it's... On. Yeah, it's on. Um, like no, on. but yeah, this is cool. Yeah, man. this is cool. So we are live on the Indie Pods United 2021. It's a it's a summit Ooh. where all these great podcasts get together and they do what they do. And you're you're more than welcome to check them out. I highly recommend you check out all of these guys, plus us. You know. So yeah. Yeah, much appreciated. Right. Um. So let's let's get into it. I haven't talked to you in like three hours. I you know because we did our yeah, it's our, been, a, it's been I, a little bit. We we did our main stage earlier earlier today. Um, but before we did that, we, before we did that uh, main stage one, you told me that you got some final records you wanted to show off. And actually, since we were ever so since we recorded earlier, I have actually added something to that collection. Um, that I'm pretty excited about. So for, for those of you who are not familiar with our podcast, we we have like an unofficial segment where we just display vinyl, uh, vinyl records that we've recently uh, collected. So um, <clears throat> I guess we've, we just kind of do that. We didn't never, like we never officially made that a thing, but, um, but we do James now, is usually so. the one that's, yeah, I, I guess we can, we can start doing that now, yeah, but yeah. You know, usually you're the one that's got the the most in the collection, so you've always got something new to show. Right. I've actually got some stuff to show off this time. Nice. Um, I recently had a birthday, so thank you for um the folks who have given me some uh some records to go with my record player that my wife just bought me. So thank you, everybody. Um, I'm going to display those real quick before we hop into our cover wars for today. But um, I recently got this is the uh most uh recent album from a day to remember my uh, sister-in-law um christine got me so got this one right here um it's in a really cool uh red print Ooh, um, nice. so that's pretty pressing yeah so it's pretty cool dude i love 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 colored vinyls you know i do too it, it, it's so... one. yeah it's so you get joy out of that you know you know finding these rare really rare, rare colors yeah and this is a this is another red one. Uh, Mr. Dave, who likes to uh, Mr. Dave Langer, who really enjoys the show here. Uh, I'm sorry, it's backwards, but this is Reverend Horton Heat's Christmas album. 
Um, also uh, has a red. I haven't opened it yet, but it's got a red uh, pressing on it as well. So um, thanks, Mr. Dave. Nice. We actually um, covered. And then we actually covered the Reverend Horton, you know, on one of our previous episodes. On our one of our yeah, we did a rockabilly episode. Yes. So yes. um, and had that in there. So, uh, but yeah, um, yesterday I received. Now this is different. This isn't vinyl in it, but this is this is slowly becoming <clears throat> right along the same lines because who buys CDs anymore? But uh, <laughs> I got I have in the past twenty four hours I have received three CDs um, from from people, and uh, so uh, thanks to Eleanor and Wyatt for for getting these two for me for my birthday. Uh, this is not the most recent release from Not Loose, but their last LP. Um, a different shade of blue. It's great. It's got it feature, features a song from um, Keith Buckley of Every Time I Die. No, it's, Ooh, this yeah. is a great album. Um, so yeah, they got that. And then they also got me the uh, excuse me. They picked up a copy of the uh, Revenge of the Sith uh, soundtrack. Um, and pretty neat, man. They've got a it's like a two disc. I think it's two disc. Yeah, two disc. Um, Oh, it comes with a DVD too. I had no idea, oh, so nice. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so oh, there's that. Yeah. Uh, and then as a, so that was yesterday, and then after we recorded, my friend Jacob Kip, who we've talked about before um, on the show, uh, texted me and he was like, "Check your mailbox." And I go out to the mailbox. I um, come back inside, and he managed to find this is the first album from Alliant K, um, but it's actually signed by the band members of the time. That's the original oh, yeah. lineup, the original four guys from um, Reliant K. So, yeah, I, I, and of all places that he found this, he found this in the Sumter, South Carolina Goodwill um, no for way. a dollar. Really? Uh, yeah. So, wow. yeah. yeah. So uh, pretty cool though. But um, so yeah, I've got that to add to my um little collection of neat musical items that I'm uh Well, I am coming to Sumter on the 18th, 19th, and 20th, so I might want to take a trip down to Goodwill and see if I can snaggle. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, that's true. And Aldi, of all the places. uh, I've been to Aldi before, and they had vinyl records for sale at Aldi. Yeah. Aldi is like a grocery store, right? Yeah. Who would have thought? (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying. It's it's so weird. There's the most random things at, at Aldi, but um. Yeah, did not disappoint. Well, my choices of uh, of visiting stores, or, you know, to buy vinyl is, uh, of course, um, Scratch and Sniff. Scratch and Spin, I'm sorry. Scratch and Sniff. Uh, <laughs> um, I love Scratch and Sniff self I love I the Scratch and Sniff store. It's so <laughs> great. Yeah, you sniff everything, right? Now, um, uh, it's, called, it's called Scratch and Spin. It's in Columbia, South Carolina, where I am right now. And, yeah. And Rosalie is... I think you're like what, 45 minutes or an hour away from it. About 45 minutes away, yeah. Yeah, but Eric's been so cool to, to us, and uh, and we're trying to get him on the show. Um, he's the owner yeah. that 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 loves music and, and comics, so he's a nerd just like we are. So, but yeah. I get the vinyls there, but I, but I also get vinyls on eBay, and I don't know if you heard of this or I heard of this online place, but it's Discogs.com. I have not. I haven't yeah. heard of that one yet. Yeah, so you can find anything on Discogs.com. Um, it has all you can, you know, they got like a, they got vinyls, they got CDs and mixtapes for sale there. You just have to go through, yeah. your, you know, pick out what you want. So that's why, that's how I obtained this bad boy. Oh, it's, yeah, that's right. You showed a, me that earlier. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's Megadeth, So Good, So Far, So What album. 
I think this was their fourth nice. album, right behind. Okay. Right behind their um uh Rust in Peace al- Rust in Peace album. So this is yeah. a very good album. It only cost me like thirty bucks, and I thought it would be more because it, it's like out of print now. So, you know. So, yeah. So then looks I, great. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a perfect condition. You know, I mean, I I, I played the whole thing last night, and it sound sound great. Um, and that's part of the appeal for vinyl anyway is like, how does it like, it's just, it's just big and that like the album cover is like right there in your face. And then you have the, the different pressings that you can get of it where it's right. all colored like that Calabrese one that you, that you so kindly gave me, uh, with the watermelon right. uh, yeah. pressing. It's so, it's so neat. Another place I get them from is eBay. eBay is an amazing, um, mm. place to get vinyl records, Hell, anything, you know, you can buy you know, yep. I think and can... Amazon. Amazon has a huge, you know, I, I've I have uh, gotten many a vinyl from Amazon. Did you know on on Amazon you can get my uh, coffin, like an actual coffin? <laughs> Did not. Yeah. Is it a kiss coffin? No, it's just basic. basic it's just coffin. a regular coffin. Okay. I well, think you can I'll buy the kiss coffin to too, because because Gene Simmons is a is a, is a uh, mad genius uh, when it comes to marketing. But I also got this wrong. album. Alabama Christmas, since this is our Christmas episode, I figured why not pull sure. out the Christmas album. Um, this is yeah. one of my favorites of all time because it, because it's a sentimental value that holds holds deeply for me. And I'm gonna um mm-hmm. and I might do it like a like a um a review on this album on our YouTube channel. Uh, uh, absolutely, I'd for, love to see it. Yeah. So yeah, for any of you who are our YouTube fans, um, we'll give you the address after we do this. Couple words for you today. Well, well, right now, you know, why don't we get started? Yeah, let's hop right into it. So today's uh, special again, as we mentioned earlier, this is a special edition of not only our podcast because Cover Wars is like a special edition uh, episode that we do, but this is a Christmas themed edition of Cover Wars. But it's also live from the Indie Pods United 2021 event. So. Um, the special edition of the special edition of the special edition. So this is great. Um, but we're going to, um, today on our, on our cover wars, if you're not familiar with our episodes, we take a cover, we take a song, um, that's been covered many times and we pick out our favorite covers of it and then have them go head to head to see who is ultimately the best. Right. Um, so this being a Christmas themed episode, um, we're going with last Christmas. I think it's a, a, a great, uh, Christmas song. It's become a Christmas classic, even though it's not what they consider a classic. But, Let me. Right, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, because it's um, because it involves the word Christmas. You know, it's it's kind of sure. like the Die Hard movie. And that's all you need. Yeah, it's kind of like the Die Hard movie where in the name. <laughs> um, it's kind of like the Die Hard movie where where like fifty percent people say it's, it's a holiday movie. Some people. It is totally a Christmas movie. It is because it has I will, Christmas. I will treat. fight you if you say otherwise. Yes. Yeah, well, I, well, I almost did. Went to, no, I'm just, I'm, I don't fight. <laughs> I don't fight. I'll play dead if you know to someone. You know. So, but um, well, but yeah, but this was interesting to your choice because this is a, this was the last Christmas carol or, or Christmas song that I've had in mind because mm-hmm. you go through, you know, Rudolph the Reindeer, Reindeer, they call this sure. and this and I, I, yeah. So this is a perfect one. This was a good one. Yeah, that's that's you know I, I wanted to do something a little different, so that, um, I thought this would be a good one. There's some good covers out there, and uh, to be honest with you, it was hard to narrow it down. But I just picked out <clears throat> two versions of it that were kind of that were completely different from each other. One being well known. I don't know if a lot of people know about the other one, but uh, 
and we'll just we'll see how they both um, hold up, not only with the original, but how they sound compared back to back. So we'll take a listen to both, and yeah. um, we'll see what uh, what we get. But let's kick it off. So um, so last Christmas is a we're just going to tell you a little bit about the song in um, in question, I guess. Right. <laughs> uh, but last Christmas is a holiday holiday song by the pop duo Wham. Uh, the single focuses about a betrayal of the protagonist by a person he thought was there to stay. The song was released in 1984. Upon its initial release in 1984, Last Christmas spent five consecutive weeks at number two in the UK singles chart. It was held off the top spot by um, the top spot at Christmas by Band Aids. Do they know it's Christmas? Um, not my favorite Christmas song. No, I'm just going to say that. Uh, which Michael George Michael also uh, performed on, so at least he still got some something out of it. Um, but after many chart runs in subsequent years, uh, which included three more weeks at number two, and which which has seen the rec- the recording become part of RCA Records catalog, the song finally reached number one in the UK singles chart on New Year's Eve, or excuse me, New Year's Day, twenty twenty one. The chart week ending uh, on January the 7th of 2021, more than 36 years after its initial release. It's pretty wild. Um, so it just keeps coming back into the uh, into the the mainstream somehow. But um, outside, uh, well, you see that anyway. I mean, Mariah Carey's song bounces back and forth. Am I right? Like right. over and over and over again. Right. But uh, outside of the United Kingdom. Go ahead. Sorry. Surprisingly. I have heard that yeah, yeah. song at all today. I mean, Christmas song, so I think that's phased out. You know. I've already heard it a few. Oh, okay. Uh, just, well, a, just, so, a, just a hand few. So, so a, maybe it's not phased out yet. I don't know. Yeah. But outside the United Kingdom, the song topped the charts in Denmark, Slovenia, and Sweden, and peaked within the top 10 of the charts in several countries, including Australia, Germany, Ireland, and the United States. Uh, Wham then donated all their royalties to relief efforts in the Ethiopian Ethiopian famine. So it's very, very kind, very Christmassy of them to do such. Nice. Yeah, it is. You know, it's always good to get back, you know. There you go. So, uh, Last Christmas has had its big beginnings in 1984, while George Michael and Andrew Wrigley... Rich, Ridgely, Ridge, Ridgely, I think. Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. Ridgely, oh, yes, right. Ridgely. Sure, Ridgely. we'll go with that. Ridgely, uh, were <laughs> well. It's funny that you that that that, that I know his name now because usually it's like, it, Wham is George Michael and um, yeah, I, I I don't know his name. The other guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, other, which, which yeah, I, exactly. Which George know, Michael and the other guy. Who I, knows his name, right? Which I know it, it, it must tear him up. To, you know, I mean, I'm you know, we'll we'll recognize him here today. Yes, if nobody Andrew, ever knew his name before, they're gonna know it after today. So, so Andrew Ridgely, who's the other guy in the uh, you know, Wham. Um, mm-hmm. were visiting Michael's parents. Uh, it was written by Michael in in his childhood bedroom. Uh, George Michael um, played Ridgely the introduction and chorus melody to Last Christmas, which Ridgely called later called a moment of wonder. So it had another title. Sure. The song was recorded in August of '84 at Ad Vision Studios in London. Um, George Michael wrote, performed, produced, and played every single instrument on the track. Wow. Every with, single one. With Isn't that drum, incredible? With the drum machine, though. He's just, you know, he's not a drummer like you are. Um, hey. I mean, who is? <laughs> who is, right? So, so with the drum machine, a synthesizer, and sleigh bells, 
they began recording the song in the summer with Michaels having covered the studio and Christmas decorations to set the mood. Always a good time, you know? Cause oh, yeah. You, I mean, you, you have to. All right, because when you get the vibe around the room, you're like, hey, we could, you know, we could do this better, you know? Exactly. So, uh, the only exactly. other people in the studio were engineers, Chris Porter, and two assistants. Uh, Porter uh, said about the lyrics, uh, you got this happiness of the rhythm track, but but against that, you've got the standards on the, on the one-sided love. And it's true. You know, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's song. Uh, song. And yeah. it's definitely not. It's very sad. Yeah. Um, and uh, we talked about that in our... Well, not necessarily sad, but uh, we just recently did our, like, heebie-jeebies episode where uh, it, all these happy songs have really dark titles that you had no idea what they even meant. And uh, this is kind of one of those things where it's not necessarily dark, but it's it's a happy-sounding Christmas song, and it's really right. not. It's very, very sad. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Um, so yeah, great Christmas classic. I love that song. Um, but, uh, we're going to dissect, um, uh, uh, these two that we're covering today. Um, we're going to put Taylor Swift head to head with Jimmy eat world. Um, yes. now I was definitely more familiar with the Taylor Swift version of this song. And, uh, but I had no idea that Jimmy eat world, uh, such a great man actually covered the song as well forever ago, like 20 years ago. Right. Um, so, um, Excited to get into that. But before we do, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Taylor Swift, just in case you've uh, been living under a rock for the past, like, 15 years. Uh, so, uh, Taylor Allison Swift is an American singer-songwriter. Her discography spans multiple genres, and her narrative songwriting, which is often inspired by her personal life, has received widespread media coverage and critical praise. Born in West Reading, uh, or Reading? Reading? Sure. Pennsylvania, uh, Swift relocated to Nashville, as you do, um, in the, at the age of 14 to pursue a career in country music. Um, she signed a songwriting deal with uh, Sony ATV Music Publishing in uh, 2004 and a uh, recording deal with Big Machine Records in 2005 and released her debut studio album in 2006. She explored country pop on her second and third studio albums, Fearless, which was released in 2008, and Speak Now in 2010. The success of the former's uh, singles, Love Story and You Belong With Me, on both country and pop radio, established Swift as a leading crossover artist. Uh, she experimented further with pop, rock, and electronic genres on her fourth studio album, Red, released in 2012. Um, my own personal favorite. I had to say uh, her fifth, uh, the synth pop album, 1989 released in 2014 effectively transformed her status from country songstress to pop star supported by the billboard hot 100 number one singles, shake it off blank space and bad blood. Mm. The media scrutiny on her personal life uh, that followed largely inspired Swift's sixth studio out al studio album reputation in 2017, which delved into urban sounds, whatever that means. Uh, parting ways with Big Machine to sign with Republic Records in 2018, Swift released her seventh studio album, Lover, in 2019. After consistent commercial success in the 2010s, she ventured off into indie folk and alternative rock on her 2020 studio albums, Folklore and Evermore, whose lyricism, inspired by escapism during the COVID-19 pandemic, was commended for its nuanced storytelling. To gain ownership over the masters of her back catalog, Swift released two re-recorded albums in 2021, 
Fearless, Taylor's version, and Red, Taylor's version, which the Red, Taylor's version is incredible. Um, it has like a 10-minute version of All Too Well uh, that was scrapped you know, for the 2012 one, and All Too Well is a great song. Right. Uh, both of which turned to claim for their uh, enhanced musicality and vocal performance. Uh, having sold over 200 million records worldwide, Swift is one of the best-selling musical artists of all times. Uh, her accolades include 11 Grammy Awards, including three Album of the Year uh, wins, an Emmy Award, 12 Country Music Association Awards, 25 Billboard Music Awards, uh, which is the most wins for a female artist, by the way, 34 American Music Awards, the most wins for an artist at all, uh, and 52 Guinness World Records. Incredible. Uh, and so young. Uh, named the woman of the 2010s decade uh, by Billboard and artist of the 2010s decade by the American Music Awards, Swift has been recognized for her advocacy of artists' rights and women's empowerment in the music industry. Her cover of Last Christmas, though, can be found on the 2008 uh, Christmas album, the Taylor Swift Holiday Collection. So we're like, this version wasn't even before she did all that stuff. This is still very, this is like, our song is a slam and screen door. Like we're in that, we're in that like real, you know, sweet, timid Taylor Swift days and uh, before she was shaking it off. So, uh, James, you got that queued up? You want to take a listen? I do. We're going to do it in three, two, one. All right.
All right. All right. So, so it's very sweet. It's very true to the original. Right. Very, uh, very similar, minus the uh, synthesizer and drum machine. Right. Yeah. Right. But um, <laughs> um, so, I think as far as structure goes, it's very, uh, very, very true to the original. Very close. Yeah. And that was my raw. This is my raw reaction hearing it because I never heard of it before. I didn't even know that you covered oh, this never song. heard that version. No. Actually, I never heard any of these covers before that we're going to talk about. Okay. Um, so okay. Well, the Jimmy World one is was new to me. Yeah, like okay. I had never heard that one. Okay, but you heard. I heard one. the Taylor Swift version everywhere. Got yeah, I had heard that one before. Yeah. So yeah, it, it does sound like she she's still in her shy phase. You know, if she hasn't shaken it off yet. So. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Very so, much so. Very yeah. Much before shy, all the heartache, can... before she dated every celebrity uh, in Hollywood and um, wrote all the songs about them. Yeah. This is this is 2008 Taylor Swift here. So. I Still very it. young. I liked it very much. You know, yeah, and and, yeah, and you're right. Good. It is true to the to the actual um, Wham version. So yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So the well, next cool. artist we're gonna um, talk about is Jimmy Eat World, as the pioneers of emo. Is what? Yeah. Like said. So, yeah. No doubt. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> uh, but. You've heard the song, so this is going to be a, a revisitation for you, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so Jimmy Eat World is an American rock band formed in 93 in Mesa, Arizona. The band com- composed of lead vocalist and lead guitarist Jim Atkins, uh, rhythm guitarist and backing vocalist Tom Linton, bassist uh, Rick Birch, and drummer Zach Lind. They have released uh, 10 studio albums, the last nine featuring in the current lineup. Okay. So I guess they just changed their lineup yeah. just now. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the four pieces, the four pieces commercial breakthrough came with the release of several singles from their album, Lead American, in 2001, four of which charted within the top 20 positions of the alternative song charts. With the middle... Reaching number one, uh, their follow-up album, Features, in 2004, featured the number one song, Pain. The and for all- those of you who played Tony Hawk Underground, Tony Hawk's Underground 2, remember that song very well. <laughs> yeah, it, kept, like, it was over all over that soundtrack. Over and over, <laughs> yeah. and over, yeah. 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 Um, the RIAA certified Bleed American Platinum and Features Gold uh, and Futures Gold um, rewarded the two albums for selling over 1.5 million records between them. The band's sixth LLP, Chase the Light, in 2007, uh, became their highest charting album and peaked at number five on the Billboard's 200. The band released their 10th yeah. album, Surviving, in October of 2019. So their version of Last Christmas, or the cover of Last Christmas, can be found on the Lexington edition of their album, Bleed American. Cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, and that's why I was so shocked, because that's it's been 20 years since that album came out. Right. Um, and uh, I had no idea. Cool. Until recently. So, yeah, very excited. It's really good. So, can't wait to get into that one. I can't wait to hear it. So, let's hear it in three, two, one.
I can see I can sense this one, but 
and, and big I, butt. Here. And I feel like going to um, and I like this version, but there's it. it you almost have to like. You almost can't listen to it in its entirety, if that makes sense. Right. Yes. Like there's things about it that I, if I could take it, if I could load it into a, uh, uh, like an editing software and kind of chop out some parts and like yeah. rearrange some things, it would be it'd be great. Yeah. But there, <laughs> it's a little repetitive, and there's you know, it, it the the structure is different, mm. very different from the um. Original track. So one thing um, I one thing I will say good about this song is I do like the synthesizers. At least that's what I heard, right? There, there are synthesizers okay, in there. Yeah, yep, absolutely. And so yep, they, there's they, drum machines and synthesizers in there. Right. So they did use what Wham used back in the day. You know, they stuck true to that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to yep. me, and there's no disrespect to Jimmy Ward. I love him to death too. It sounds too generic. You know, like yeah, I've heard that song. I agree. Wham did it. I agree. As I said in the last uh, one, and I'm going to say it again, so I hope you don't, you know, if you're going to do a cover song, you got to do it better. I don't think, yeah. that, I, I, I don't think that this is their best cover version. You know, no. I, you know. no, 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 no. I mean, um, yeah, I, I agree. So, yeah, like you said, there's, there's things that it did stay true to the original yeah. uh, in that being, synthesizer uh drum machine just i mean just like the the original track that's it as far as structure goes taylor swift definitely stayed with the tr- the the structure of the song for yeah. sure and yeah. put a country twist on it yeah. country pop twist on it that i mean that that's and like that's- i said before i like when i when when we're doing these cover wars i love it when a band can take the song find a way to stay true to the original but bring their genre into it. So I think Taylor Swift did a wonderful job with oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Cool. And it's got that country pop vibe to it. And it is, uh, it's recognizable. Like when the song like kicks off, you know, what song she's covering. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> all right, James, yeah. who would, if, if it's pro, I think it's pretty obvious with it. Sometimes I, we do these episodes and it's pretty obvious which one both of us enjoyed better. Right. Um, but, you do you want do do you want to say who you who you feel did the better job? Taylor Swift, by far. All right, by far. There we go. Because okay, so one reason why one reason why other two is because uh, I think well she sounded very shy in that song. You know, like you right. know, last year you broke my heart, and you know it sounded like the heartbreak was was um expressed in that song. You know, and that's one yeah. and that's one thing that really stood out to me. It's, she felt the pain, like I, hey dude, I gave him my heart this this year, and he took it away the next day. So I don't want yeah. to deal with you anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Betrayal. Yeah. yeah. Right, I mean, yeah, it's like yeah. the ultimate betrayal. Right. Yeah. Sure. Right. Yeah. So how about and then you? even more heartbreaking because it's Christmas. There you go, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, so which version that. did you like? I think I'm gonna go with Taylor Swift as well. Right. Um, I wouldn't consider myself a Swifty. Uh, as people like to put it, but I I do enjoy Taylor Swift and um, I love Jimmy Eat World. But man, if yeah. if if we're if we're tr- I'm not basing on a who which band is better or which singer I like better. It's right. which cover I like better, and I'm gonna yeah. have to go with Taylor Swift's cover. I yeah. feel like if if Jimmy Eat World took away that that minute and a half of like redundancy, 
Just the just the just, uh, the outro alone. Just if they can down, just man. cut just, that just out, trim it down. It'd be a lot better. Trim it down. <laughs> just take that cut. Take they're, that take that cut tool and cut it. They're like, you know? they're like, we spent all this money on the synthesizer. We're gonna play the crap out of it. And they did. We're gonna get our money's worth. And they did. Yeah. yeah they, they fully featured the synthesizer for sure on that one. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Heck yeah. Um, but so this podcast is not only about music; it's about uh, depression and anxiety. Um, me and Rosalie here mm-hmm. suffer with depression um, and mm-hmm. somewhat of anxiety. Um, but mm-hmm. for for those of you who are struggling with depression, anxiety, and, and other mental uh, health health issues, I turn to music, man. Music is always there for you any day you want to, morning, evening, night. Um, I am fortunate enough to to work at a place where they have music playing all all the time when I work. So, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a very yeah. very. And I'm good... constantly listening because of these bad boys right here. I'm constantly listening to to, to stuff while I'm at work. So AirPods, so my AirPods that AirPods. I use on the daily. Yeah. So, yeah, so. um, but yeah, I I I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Um, and we like to close out our episodes with a mental health minute. Um, yes. and in the hopes that it would help you in some fashion. Um, our listeners. So, uh, today's mental health minute. Um. Go off the grid, and this is something I've done recently. And well, I wouldn't say off the grid, but uh, just uh, maybe you can't actually go off the grid, but you can at least do a few things to kind of something similar. So, leave your smartphone at home for a day and disconnect from constant emails, alerts, and other interruptions. Just shut it off for a little while. Um, spend time doing other fun things, um, with someone, um, face to face. So a few weeks ago, we had the opportunity um, from our uh, a buddy of mine who wanted us to go to the mountains. So we drove up to North Carolina and um, stayed in a cabin in the mountains for the weekend. And we went hiking and, you know, had like no cell phone service and just kind of was shut off from the world. It felt like for a little bit there and kind of got to go up this long hike and this really long trail and uh, saw some really, really like pretty beautiful sights and, um, kind of take in the, the nature for a little bit. And, you know, it was fun just interacting with Allie and my buddy Robert. And, um, yeah, I think it was, it was a lot of fun. We're excited to go do that again at some point. And I highly recommend if anybody wants to go camping or go hiking or stuff like that, if you're anywhere around the North Carolina or like Tennessee, mountains like smoke great smoky mountains go for it man it's, it's just a it was a blast we had a really good time nice, nice. and and that's something to be said because everybody needs a a um battery recharge i say you know? oh i think you're muted oh hang on there you go oh wait no you're still muted my bad i'm back yes there you go yeah so i i think you're 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 speaking the truth whenever you said you um because what I do, what I call it is, you need everybody needs a, a battery reset, you know. Just, yeah. Just time, oh yeah. Time for yourself, you know, and 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 mm-hmm. I guess you did you did it when you when you went to the mountains, you know. You hung with yeah. friends and you took the car and you took your phone and left it in the car or, or like whatever whatever you did. So yeah, so mm-hmm. um, yeah. You just need to learn to take time for yourself, whatever that is. Oh. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to go hiking. Just, you know, just turn your phone off for a little while. You know, if, and, um, you know, some people use, you know, the, the, I 
don't want to say excuse, but yeah. you know, maybe if they are expecting any type of uh, emergency call or anything like that, that's different. I, I totally understand that. But I think like things that constantly, I mean, social media is great in a lot of ways, but it can also be really, really terrible. Yeah. Um, and especially if you're one to read something in the news and it just completely ruined your day, just shut all that off for a while. Um, work, if work's getting to you now, I mean, if you're working, don't cut your phone off like no, right. <laughs> and be yeah. like, I'm not going to read yeah. your email because you're making me sad. But um, no, I think just kind of, if you're the type of person that likes to check their emails, like while they're at home, when they're not supposed to be working, that's not good. You know, I think that you can get yourself worked up um, over some stuff that you didn't need to get worked up over. You're not even working. So just shut it off for a little bit. You don't have to go hiking. You don't have to go to the mountains. Just shut out the world for a little while. Put on some music like we talked about before yeah. um, and uh, kind of meditate on that for a little bit. And I Fair think enough. that'll help kind of clear your mind Yes, and help you reset, like you said. It will. Yeah. So everybody, everybody's mental battery needs to be recharged. So I agree. Recharge it with music, because like we said before, it's always there for you. Yeah. So I've counted it, Mr. Brosley, and it's 149th episode. So we are on one more week for Ooh. 150. So this is gonna be good. We're right us. there. Yeah. So oh, next gosh, show, yeah. Next show we release. 150 episode for that's great, man. But we just want to say to it's you crazy. right now, the, the the watchers, the listeners, the downloaders, thank you so much for li- for um, listening to the show and watching it on YouTube properly. Um, be sure to share. Be sure to share this with your with your friends and family. Uh, we we're available on multiple podcast apps and, and platforms, including Apple Podcasts. See, that's the best way to. To, uh, to listen to the show, I we think. Because yeah. you yeah. can rate and you can rate and review and we'll see it. You know? And um we yeah. and we'll read your um, reviews on the show. Uh such as Rosalie has a few I think. Um uh, but we got some new ones. Yeah, I, we've we've had a few on it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the new ones, but yeah, um we got we got like three new ones. So if you want to go and read those, you can or if you want me to I can. Yeah, you. I don't. I didn't have this pulled up. You. You go ahead. Okay. So I went on uh, Facebook um, and uh, asked everyone to review and rate our our, our our show. So my uncle Mac says you gave it five stars. That's a great idea. So oh. thanks, Uncle Mac. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, and, Uncle Mac. Yeah. And NBC, um, my sister Mary Beth says she rated okay. five stars as well, and she said interest, interesting and fun. Music is very important, which it is. She, so she's right about that. So thank you, Sweet. my sister. And uh, yeah. my friend Art gave it five stars, and he says, good interviews. So that's uh, awesome. It's awesome that he listens to our, okay. to our, to our interviews. So yeah. Yeah, I so. appreciate that. Yeah. Now, is that your sister that you used to do um, the other podcast with? The visibility, yes, yes. I yes, I did. Yeah, okay. I did it with her two years ago, and I think that mm-hmm. her her life situations came up or something. So I think she's sure. wanting to do yes, another podcast. Right? Yeah, yeah. Life happens, and I know that. So um, we're yeah. taking a break from it. I'm not sure if she wants to do it again. We might, we might start another yeah. podcast. Who knows? You know, or we might not. Who, Who knows? knows? Yeah, so, uh, but that is not <laughs> the only way to get in contact with us. You can get in contact with us through Instagram. At one words fail podcast 
On Facebook, there's WWFMS Podcast. Twitter, When Words Fail MS. We're on YouTube at, at youtube.com slash when words fail music speaks. And we are we have a TikTok at when words fail music speaks. And you can always email us at when words fail podcast at gmail.com. And you can go to our That's website. Right. It's, it's, it's called the same thing. When, when, when yeah, words fail thing. music speaks. <laughs> com. So every word when words fail music speaks, y'all. And, That's um, all I gotta do. Yeah, we do have merchandise for you for you all to to acquire if you want it. Um, we do have as I'm modeling here. Yes, you can buy that shirt, or you can buy this mask right here. I don't know if you can see it. Can you, can you, Rosie? Yeah, I can see that. We have this mask. Those, those are the masks that won't fit on my face. <laughs> right, mine either. Mine because either. I have a big head. Right. So these are the masks I have to wear. Right. So these are the, the masks you're about to show. Right. Yes, yeah. these are the there masks that, that I wear too because. Masks just fall off, off, off of my face. These have the um the uh if you can see the uh the the, the drawstring little adjustable you know, strap yeah, yeah to fix your fix to your face better. These are a little bit more yeah. expensive. They're like two thousand more, but they're totally worth it. So, um, anybody that goes to the worth site every can, right, and and everybody that goes to the site can see we have hoodies, uh, baby clothes that says when words real music speaks on them. We got, uh, mm -hmm. I think we have laptop bags, uh, shirts like he, he has right now, and masks and more. So, um, if you want yeah. to support stickers. us, stickers, stickers too. So, if you want yep. to support us, that is the best way because Rosie says that 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 counts like twice as much as a review, right? Or something oh, like. dude, yeah. If you if you want to support a band or a podcast or anything like that. Um, listening is a great way to do it and sharing and things like that, rating and reviewing and stuff. But if you really, really want to help out like and see somebody grow, buying merch is the best way to do it. So, right. and it, and we really appreciate it very, right. very, very much. So, right. so yeah. So. All right, y'all. So thank you. But very yeah, much. sources from this episode, I guess we should throw the sources in there. Sources from this episode come from uh, Wikipedia, fandom.com and MHA national Dot com and by the way we do not own any of the rights uh to the music used in this episode and no copyright infringement infringement is intended you can't so. sue us <laughs> please because we haven't sold enough t-shirts to pay for the lawyer fees so i totally forgot about that but that's a good point um yeah so we we research we research every episode to to, to benefit you you know, because we don't, we're not yeah. the fake media. We it's don't, fun. you know, we don't like producing fake stuff on here. So, until yeah. next time, uh, thanks again for for listening. And, and always remember, when words fail, music speaks. See you guys. Bye.